At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the Michael Dura Network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. Jose, 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 Jose. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by Mr. Jim Eichenhofer, beat writer for your New Orleans Pelicans, and uh, Jim, we've got a fun guest today, a guy that we know 
uh, very well from his eons and eons in New Orleans sports reporting, Mr. Fletcher Mackle of WDSU. Yeah, I guess I come to realize I've known him for 17 years the entire time since I've been with the team. Um, I guess it would be 15 years in New Orleans since I've been here in 2007. But yeah, usually on Fridays, I'm sure people that listen to the show all the time have noticed a pattern that on Fridays we always have a writer. But in, we didn't get a writer today. He's a he's a TV guy, but he does write a lot on the trade machine. Yes. So I thought we he's could the bend bard when it comes to the trade machine. <laughs> Shakespeare. Yes. yes. We could. Uh, I, I figured we could bend the rules a little bit and have him on, and uh, he he definitely delivered with uh, a lot of good insight. And as a guy who's a super local guy, um, I really enjoyed listening to his some of his takes. Um, speaking of the trade machine. He's going to get into you know how he's been kind of dormant on there lately, yeah. which is which is a good thing. But oddly dormant. One of the points that I wanted to add to what he's he will say later in the show is just this team has so many good guys and players that love each other, and you listen to the interviews and they're all buddies. So I think one of the other reasons why maybe I'm speculating here why Fletcher doesn't want to tamper too much with the trade machine is you don't want to disrupt the love that these guys have for each other. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you get, the you got to locker be, room's hard to mess with. Yeah. You got to be really hesitant about possibly bringing in somebody that's just a different personality and remove, and even more to the point, removing yes. a guy or two that they all can call each other brothers constantly. Well, And that's the thing is like, you know, you, you go on Twitter and you read the uh, replies and it's just a poisonous cesspool. <laughs> and most of it is just like, just, you know, people who watch a couple games while they're drinking going trade CJ McCollum, his numbers are bad. It's like, <laughs> do you understand what he brings to the locker room? Do you understand the right. cohesion that he brings that the, we're all pulling in one direction, veteran leadership. Also, he's not going to play like this forever. Have you watched basketball? Like right. seasons For the last are 10 long. years. Yes. Yep. It's, it's mm-hmm. very long. Fletcher is a, a master at navigating Twitter. Follow him at Fletcher WDSU. Uh, he is a ton of fun. And you know what I love about Fletcher? You're talking about his local perspective. Uh, him and, and our own Todd Graffini, you can tell they're from New Orleans because it's it's not Zion Williamson. It's Zion. Zion. <laughs> That's how you know. Like And, and his non-regional sounds you know, like he's not from here until he says Zion. <laughs> and that's when I know Fletcher is a New Orleans guy. You know, speaking of accents, you just reminded me, I think this might be a summer project that I will put together, but I think I might come up with a power rankings of your Twitter rant voices, like the people that say <laughs> wild stuff on Twitter. Yeah. You have you have various versions of how that person sounds that I enjoy all of them. <laughs> and also your local accents. I'm going to come up with a power rankings. It's It might be a combined list of like – ranters from Twitter and local yeah. local people from like Metairie or the you know the yeah. West Bank. The or, West Bank, brah. I look I'm really looking forward to that, but I think we're a little too busy over the next few months for me to get into that. I will yeah. save yeah. that for, you know, maybe like August. Yeah, or I was about to say September. When, it, when it gets a little uh, you know, stagnant in the off season, we'll, we'll have some fun <laughs> still. It's it's a great accent. Let's uh let's get Fletcher in here because uh, again, Fletcher is is always so much fun. He's so knowledgeable and he is a big proponent of basketball in this city when no one was talking about basketball or wanted to talk about basketball he was here doing it and that's why we love Fletcher Mackle despite some of his crazy trade <laughs> predictions so let's get into it with Fletcher and talk about the Pels and Zion this clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola the holidays always find a way 
Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. So we're really happy and proud that My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also like I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locatora is going to continue to mm-hmm. highlight community voices and mm-hmm. folks that don't always get the airtime or media attention that they should. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados, sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads, handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs, and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field, with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style, and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, and the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let me guess. Unknown caller, you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast, we are so glad to finally have him on uh, because he is, of course, a friend of the pod. You know him and you love him. Of course, he's one of the know him, love him guys. It's Fletcher Mackle. He's been with us since 2002 on WDSU. How are you, Fletcher? Uh, thank you for the for the very nice intro. I'm not sure everybody loves me all the time, but I'm going to take <laughs> it better. right now and just run with it. So thanks. I didn't realize. So you you got there in 2002, and and you s- synced up exactly with the team moving from Charlotte. How funny is that, Jim? That yes, yeah, I feel perfect. like I have been invested. I you know I'm from here, but I was working. My first TV job was in Alexandria, Louisiana, Central Louisiana, about three hours from New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I got hired in the summer of 2002 as the team was relocating here. I mean, I know the deal got done like at the end of the 0102 season and they announced the move like in April or May. And so I literally started here right when the the franchise relocated to New Orleans and have been, uh, yeah, enjoyed covering it and love covering it for 20 plus years now. I think that's part of why they relocated here. They knew Fletcher was starting. 
Right. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Little did they know the dawning of social media was coming and hot takes were going to yeah. be just Yeah, quiet. maybe they would have reconsidered if they had known that. But Yeah, maybe Fletcher is going to be tr- fired up the trade machine. <laughs> Fletcher, you actually kind of set me up with how I w- what I wanted to ask you first. Um, having been around since the beginning of the team being here, one of the few people that's put has more years under their belt around new Orleans basketball than me yeah, is um, crazy. How, how would you, uh, how, how do you look at How do you assess the, the mood of the city right now, the excitement level compared to what you've seen in, in past years during the entire duration of Hornets slash Pelicans basketball? Yeah. I, I think that we're on the cusp of something that we've never seen before. And one of the reasons is because the franchise has now grown the fan base. I mean, I remember going to that first game in October of 2002. I don't think it was by coincidence. I think it was by design that they scheduled New Orleans versus the Utah Jazz, the team that left in 79 Mm -hmm. um, is now back for the first game against the team that's now in New Orleans. And I do think basketball, because we're in the deep South and the Saints have five decades plus here, I do think basketball was a little bit of a novelty and fans treated it more like jazz fest or French. It was like an event. It was like when they were good, it was a cool event. And when they were bad, it was like, oh yeah, we'll pay attention to them when they get good. But now over two plus decades, I meet people in their twenties that are as passionate, if not more passionate about the NBA than they are about the NFL because they grew up with it through the good and the bad. And that's why I think the social media is off the charts because it's that kind of trends more young. And right now I could put a sync tweet up and it may not be nearly as polarizing as something that's the Pelicans topic because there's more people engaged on social media, which trends a little bit to a younger audience. And so I think that, you know, this fan base, especially maybe a little bit that the younger fan base than the football fan base has been waiting for some type of, consistent, sustained success. And now I, I, the only other team I remember being this good was the 07-08 team that won 56 games, but they weren't nearly this deep. So I think we are on the cusp of something potentially very special and sustainable here for basketball in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I feel like, and, and I'm a vibes guy too, you know, like sometimes I won't be able to break down the X's and O's of a game, but I'll be able to tell you it felt good. And it feels to me like right now the Pelicans are on the cusp of how the city felt about the Saints when they really started becoming consistent winners. They were sort of the ah, the sad sack Saints. Ah, I remember the bag on the head days. And then it became a prideful team, a team that you were proud to wear the colors and you know, you expected them to win. And I feel like there is a weight of expectation from fans of the Pelicans that I don't think I've ever felt before. And I feel like that only comes when a franchise starts to turn that corner you're talking about, Fletcher. Yeah, and it's not just the talent. Because, look, they have elite talent. I mean, you look at what Zion's doing right now, and, and you look when Brandon Ingram's healthy, what he's able to do, C.J. McCollum. I mean, the list goes on and on. Jonas, I mean, we know how talented these guys are. But the thing that I feel differently is somebody who's been out there a lot. I remember being at that first media day at the Hyatt Hotel in, in those first media days at the Ilario Center before they had the training center and, and going to practices. There's a different, you just mentioned the word vibe. There's a different feel that the guys they have are invested and want to be here and likable and all in, not only with each other in this franchise, but this city. And that's the difference that 
you know, the NBA, it's one of the things I don't love. I love covering the NBA maybe more than anything else. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I don't like is I think they, they kind of push the drama a little bit. They know their star markets and the sexiness of LA and New York and Miami and the guys want to go here and they live here in the off season. And they don't sometimes to me do enough to help the betterment of the league. Like the NFL does. The NFL is all for one, one for all, all 32 franchises are basically on equal footing. And that's not the case in the NBA. And in the NBA, it always felt like, you know, when you get the star player, oh, no, when are they going to go to L.A.? Or when are they going to yes. start chirping about going to Miami? Or when is one of their people going to start talking about that? We don't have any of that. Like, we, you have guys here that are, are all in, committed, and want to be here because it is real and it is tangible. When you go to those practices and you see them celebrating birthdays or you feel it, it's just it's, – I try to tell people now, before it was rhetoric – and it was, we want to, we want culture. We want to be that type of organization and that's cool, but now it's reality and it really is palpable that, that, that what they've created here is something real. I know Jim wants to talk about this Suns game and uh, man, we are, we are really looking forward to this series uh, coming up. It's going to be a tough one, this, this stretch, but man, it, it really feels like a rivalry game, doesn't it, Jim? Yeah. Fletcher, you know, you, you talked about, you know, the emphasis on individuals that happens a little bit too much in the NBA. I agree with you on that point, too, that I think for the overall health of the NFL compared to the NBA, I think long term, the focus on teams in the NFL is a better strategy in terms of more sustainability. But in terms of, uh, you know, team wise, I mean, w one of the great things about having you on the timing today, too, is one of the biggest games of the season. And I think something, a game that people are looking forward to a ton against the Phoenix suns. And how do you see how the Pelicans match up with them as well as, I mean, you talk to a million people, you know, a million people in the city. What, what's your sense on just people's perspective on the suns is, is you think this is a rivalry or is it getting to that point? I think maybe it's getting there. That's the one thing, if I'm being completely honest, that, you know, Chris Paul, obviously, Monty Williams, you look at some of the connections and, and they run deep. Willie Green is a former Suns coach. But that's the one thing that I don't know if people really have bought in yet on that. Whereas, you know, if it was football and if it was, you know, if Sean Payton goes and coaches another team and comes back, you know, next year, it's going to automatically become a rivalry if he's in the NFC coaching another team that the Saints may be playing against. Um, whereas I get it. That, it, it, that to me it is because I love covering this and this is my job. I don't know if, if people, kind of the fair weather fans, truly grasp the ties that bind these two organizations and just those big three on top of several others as well, assistant coaches and things like that. Um, David Griffin having started with the Suns and being from Arizona. I mean, literally, this, this is a, a great, to me, rivalry but I don't know if the fan base truly grasps that yet, other than a hard-fought playoff series last year, because Chris Paul is a decade removed from having played here. Monty is, you know, seven years removed from being the head coach here. Um, Willie, obviously, you know, was there more recently, but I don't know if, if people look at that and say, oh, he's coaching against his former team. I think the rivalry aspect was highlighted during the playoffs, and rightfully so. I think this is more... Of instead of selling the rivalry angle, which again I think is a good angle, but I'm not sure if the kind of the 
you know, the less than hardcore fans buy in on that. Mm -hmm. It's just one versus two in the West. You're playing for supremacy in the Western Conference, and you're talking about two teams that I feel like are legit. One is a championship contender and played in the finals two years ago and had the best record in the West last year. The other one is, to me, maybe the biggest up-and-comer in the Western Conference this year that's going to finish in the top four and has a legit chance to make it to the finals and do what that Phoenix team did two years ago. So I don't necessarily love the rivalry thing because I don't know if people understand that or have bought in on that. I just love the fact that it's a great series and you can talk about the matchup. You know, Chris Paul's back and healthy now. Um, You know, who are the – is Jose Alvarado going to drive the nuts again? I mean, some of the wing depth that the Suns have versus the Pelicans' wing depth, especially now with Trey Murphy playing the way he's playing. I, I just think it's two really good teams that could both be the Western Conference champions playing two times in three days in what could be a Western Conference Finals preview. You know, I, I agree with you in that uh, I think a lot of the casual fans don't know a lot of the connections that you just pointed to in terms of, you know, origin stories of David Griffin and, and Willie Green, etc. But I do know that the fans recognize this is a team that we had a scrappy series against last season. They remember Herb Jones not taking Chris Paul's hand. They remember uh, Jose Alvarado going off and pestering them. Also, it's easy to hate on Chris Paul. It just is. So whether or not they they take the New Orleans thing or they even remember him being here in New Orleans, it feels different in the building when the Suns are here. And I don't know if it's just recency bias. I don't know if it's because uh, people know that they are nipping at our heels or we're one and two in the West, but it just really feels different in the blender uh, when we play the Suns. And, and I'm looking forward to that series a lot uh, here at home and then away at the jazz, the jazz falling off a bit, uh, but then back against the Suns. I mean, how do you feel like this team is going to, going to be tested when you face Suns, Suns, jazz, jazz, Suns, bucks, woof. That's a stretch Fletcher. So look, this is what I, I, I thought the Pelicans looking at their schedule had a chance to win some of the games and, and they've beaten some good teams recently, but they've also beaten some teams you know, like Detroit, that they should beat. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a beautiful win, but a win's a win nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and then, look, they, they, they steamrolled some teams. I mean, Denver, I thought, was going to be a really tough matchup. Jokic has gone nuts in some late games against New Orleans to secure victory. That was a signature win. This could be a signature week, so to say, because just what you're saying, those you got six games coming up, three against the Suns, one against the Bucks. I, the Jazz, I was there for that home opener against the Jazz on that Sunday night. And, and, and I like some of the players they have. I mean, their parts are all over the piece, but they've got enough good veterans with, you know, with, with Connolly and Olenek and, and Markin and having the season in Clarkson. So I look at these six games and say, if, if the Pelicans, say, take two of three from the Suns and beat the Bucks and, and, and split with Utah or better, if they're four and two after this and they're still in first place, I think that's when maybe the rest of the NBA world is going to wake up a little bit more. I think right now the Pelicans have opened eyes and people are talking about them, what Zion's doing right now, the depth they have, Willie Green, head coach. But you get through this run and you're still in first place and you take, say, two of three against Phoenix, you beat the Bucs and, and, and you take care of Utah and you're four and two or five and one after this six-game stretch. That's when I think people are really going to start talking about this team the way they talked about Memphis last year. Memphis, you know, went from that nine-seed play-in. Yep. They, they were the nine-seed. They got in in the play-in. 
And then the next year, they ascended all the way to two in the West with Ja as an MVP candidate, people talking about them as a real championship contender. If the Pelicans go, in my opinion, four and two, five and one over the little stretch you just said, they're going to start. It's going to become a real thing. It's going to become, hey, this is a legit title contender that can come out of the West and beat anybody. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that, Fletcher. And and also, too, by the time this stretch is, is over, we're going to be getting close to Christmas. So, you know, you guys talked earlier about, you know, kind of the people that somewhat passively follow the NBA or the Pelicans. We're going to be at that Christmas point where a lot of people really start tuning in and paying attention. So I think if New Orleans is, say, number one or number two in the West by that point when you have the big quintuple header, I think that that'll add to kind of the legitimacy, like you said. Um, Fletcher, you know, one, one of the things that we've liked to joke with you about the last couple of years is your affinity for the trade machine. Fire up the trade machine. And I, I believe the Pelicans NBA, I, I'm, I have to talk with them because it's been a couple of years, I think, since they quote unquote traded you to another city through their <laughs> social media, through Twitter and that kind of thing. But I was wondering with the, I never accepted with the, with the Pelicans, uh, being in the position that they're in, has your trade machine activity tailed off a little bit, you know, you maybe a little bit more content with the roster and being in first place right now. Jim, thank you for asking me this. Because <laughs> I have not. Proposed, we didn't set this up by I the way, for people listening. Trade. I have not proposed a trade since like September, because wow. maybe early October, maybe early, right when the season began, because I do think I, you know, I do think the Pelicans have such crazy depth that they could tweak the roster, but really why? I mean, literally you're in first place. You've got crazy depth. You, I mean, look, you, you, you know, when you have to call on guys, great guys, Willie Hernan Gomez, he steps up and plays big. You know, Devontae Graham has, has found a, a role now. And I, I thought he may be a guy that could potentially be, you know, a, a, a trade candidate. So I haven't, I don't even know what trade I would pitch because they're getting such amazing effort in depth from so many different people. I mean, Dyson Daniels, to me, is a, a burgeoning young star in this league mm-hmm. who is a 19-year-old is now playing significant rotational minutes and looks like an elite defender that by the end of the season could be one of those rookies like we saw last year, like Herb Jones and Alvarado and Trey Murphy. I mean, Trey Murphy, to me, is a starter in this league, but when Brandon comes back, he's probably going to obviously move into a, a bench role. So this team has such depth, and they've done such a good job of, of drafting and signing guys that you know, what trade do you make? Where do you go? What do you do? So I, I'm having some major withdrawals here because <laughs> I it's been two full months going on three since I have even fired up the trade machine and said, hey, what about this idea? Like, why would I even pitch that? So, uh, yeah, so I haven't done it in quite a, in quite a while. Well, no no offense, but I'm, I'm frankly, I'm kind of happy that you haven't had your fix lately because it <laughs> means all good things for the roster. So yes. that's that's something that we can say is is a is definitely a positive thing Fletcher, i would agree with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> fletcher I, so just you know rolling into this this series of games which we which we discussed is going to be tough and i think is going to be a real measuring stick of hey did the pelicans luck into by circumstance being the one seed in the west or do they belong there so in that stretch what do you expect to find out about this team like you said you mentioned a couple of the players i was going to mention dyson daniels he's flying up espn's rookie rankings he sits number five right now his plus minus numbers are insane i think number one in rookies in the league as it stands right now trey murphy if he keeps getting starting minutes i mean he could be pushing for most improved player uh, obviously like you said he's going to be going to the bench but we've been finding out a lot about some of these players i think we came into the season curious about what do you expect to find out or who do you expect to see more from coming into the stretch of really tough games? So 
I would have liked to have seen Brandon Ingram play because the one thing I still think, and, and Charles Barkley referenced this, and, and I think he was right, um, I love the depth the Pelicans have. And on any given night, you know, look, Zion's been fantastic. But on any given night, you could get, you know, Jose's 38 last Sunday. You could get 20 from Trey. You know, you could get a monster game from CJ. And I know he's still working his way back after missing time with COVID and getting his legs under him, so to say. But it could, Jonas could have a monster game depending on the matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see the synergy when they are at full strength and full health because we just haven't seen that. You know, I, I remember Zion taking that hit against the Jazz in missing games, Brandon with the concussion, CJ with COVID. Um, it, I think it's amazing that the depth has been tested and they have stepped up. You just said Trey Murphy in a starter's role. Tyson Daniels elevated to rotational minutes. Um, when, when Billy has to play. But when they are at full strength, like they will, you know, when they're going to have to play against elite teams um, in, in the playoffs, when rotations get much, much tighter, you know, Najee Marshall is a guy recently, you know, scored 17 the yeah. other night was, was the quote unquote dog on defense. Yeah, he was um, and, and on any given night can have really good games. Um, but, you know, to me, is, is he going to be in the rotation when it tightens up and really plays eight, maybe nine guys in the playoffs? So I also want to see how they work when they're at full strength, you know, are we going to lean more in the point Zion? Um, you know, how does that work with Brandon and CJ and, and what is the synergy? Because the one thing I referenced, I referenced that, that 56 win team when Byron Scott was the coach of the year, Chris Paul was the runner up MVP. They finished second in the West. They should have gone to the Western conference finals. They lost in seven to the Spurs that year, but they didn't have great depth. I remember they had to go get like Bonzi Wells out of China to play off the bench. Yeah. And like Gennaro Pargo was their top bench guy. But the starters fit like a glove. And you knew, I mean, look, Byron Scott played those guys like 38 minutes a night yeah. and just like rode them hard. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you knew how the pieces fit with, with CP3 and Mo Pete and Peja and David West and Tyson. You knew what everyone's role was and how they fit in the synergy they had as a starting five and, and a closing five. So this team, I still think, you know, going forward, the big question is going to be when they're full strength, how does the synergy work? What is the, the real rotation? And, and look, during the regular season, I think they're going to continue to win a lot of games because they have depth. They've drafted well, and we see that, that they can make it work and Willie can make it work and they're doing the right thing. But when they get into a series against an elite team, that's what I want to see. Maybe not because Brandon Ingram's not back for this little stretch run, but going forward the rest of the season, especially at the end of the season, going into the playoffs, when they're at full strength, how does it work with their core five or starting five and their top, you know, bench players like Larry and Jose and Trey? Um, how does that all work? And in, in, are they all making it work where we're not talking about, you know, I remember early in the season, it was, you know, Zion only got like five shots in the first three quarters. How did he touch the ball so little? Right. And so those are the things I think they've still got to tweak and figure out when they get back to full strength. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be fun to, to watch the team sort of grow into itself with this hot start. Fletcher, always appreciate your time. Always appreciate seeing you at games dressed dapper as usual. Uh, the only man longer tenured than Jim Eichenhofer, <laughs> uh, which is crazy. In 2002, I guess, Jim, you were still, what, in, in a, a preschool? 2002? Yeah, I, no, yeah. I, I think I had just finished second grade in 2002. Yeah, so. yeah he's yeah. very young and vital, uh, <laughs> ladies. So, uh, <laughs> Fletcher, thanks so much for your time. Follow him on Twitter, at FletcherWDSU, and uh, hopefully the trade machine won't get fired up anytime soon, man. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. <laughs> 
This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. So we're really happy and proud that My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also like I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locatora is going to continue to mm-hmm. highlight community voices and mm-hmm. folks that don't always get the airtime or media attention that they should. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados, sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads, handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs, and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field, with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style, and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, and the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Huge thanks to Fletcher Mackle of WDSU, friend of the pod. It's It's been too long we've been doing the pod and have not had Mr. Fletcher Mackle, and uh, we're going to try to have him on more going forward because he's always a blasty blast. Jim, speaking of blasty blasts, people better be ready. They better be, uh, you know, lubricated with whatever gets them, uh, you know, ready to yell and uh, cheer for their team because tonight it's going to be a busy one in that area. That Superdome's going to be a little crazy. Yeah. I'm going to guess the Smoothie King Center is going to be a little crazier with the suns coming in, man. Yeah. By the way, we could have had someone from Phoenix on the show today because of the two game series. Yeah. Who needs them? But you know what? I think we made the better decision to have Fletcher. On and have him talk about there'll be other opportunities probably for us to have someone from Phoenix. Uh, the Pelicans play them again next week in Phoenix. And then yep. who knows, maybe we'll have another conversation with somebody from the desert in April, May, June, oh. June, Ooh. just throwing that out there foreshadowing. But, uh, but yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think this weekend, this is going to be some good basketball people. I think have the, the people that are super 
invested in the Pelicans. I think I've had this circled on their calendar or maybe like penciled into their calendar for yeah. a while that, hey, this is this weekend in December, the Suns are going to be here twice. Um, I think one of the biggest things to point out for people coming to the game tonight or watching on TV or listening on the radio as well is this Phoenix team, there's a bunch of differences between what we saw in April during that playoff series and the way they look now. Yeah. They still have a great record. They're still obviously near the top of the West, only a half game behind the first-place Pelicans. Yes! But um, they've had to make some changes in their rotation based on Jay Crowder, who I know people just absolutely love and mm-hmm. are thrilled to see in New Orleans. Yeah, I love those chants for Jay Crowder. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't played this season. Um, long story, I don't think I need to get into it. It involves a trade <laughs> demand. But either way, uh, if you were going to bring your Jay Crowder shirt tonight, it probably won't work as well because he will not be in the building. Um, so they've had to make some changes. They, they're, they started Cam Johnson in his place in that small forward spot. But Cam Johnson has been out with a knee injury. Chris Paul was out with a heel injury, missed 14 games, just came back Wednesday, only played 24 minutes. I didn't get a chance to watch that game because the Pelicans were playing around the same time. And by the time I checked the Boston Phoenix score, Boston was up by a number that I could barely even calculate. We were in studio trying to keep track of that uh, at the time and just kind of casually watching it as well. And yeah, it it just got so far away. We were like, all right. So I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. When I looked at Chris Paul's minutes played, he played 24 minutes in that game. I'm not sure if they had him on a minute restriction because he's been out a long time or he just played that few minutes because they were down by 40 in the third quarter. And why would you play your starters, anyone, why would you have them in high minutes? But either way, I mean, just a different group of guys. They've had a player that I think people are semi-know Torrey Craig has been in their starting lineup lately. So they've really had to go to kind of the third option at that one spot in the starting lineup with Crowder being uh, banned from the franchise, basically. <laughs> uh, Cam Johnson hurt, and now uh, Torrey Craig is in that spot. Um, their bench is also quite a bit different. Um, there's a guy, Damian Lee, who just joined their team this year from Golden State. He was with Golden State the last few years. He's been pretty key. Second in the NBA in three-point shooting um, of, of all players. He comes off the bench every game. Um, campaign, who's been there for a while, is a good backup point guard. And he he was on the squad last year, but really... Um, of the guys that we saw a lot beyond their top few players, you're going to see a different cast of Phoenix Suns tonight that you might might not be that familiar with. Yeah, I think for a lot of people who are looking at that last game where, uh, you know, or even the last series where it's like, oh, God, do we have a chance against those Phoenix Suns? Uh, like you said, they're going to have a different look. Even the last game, uh, they're, they're going to look a little different. You know, Phoenix winning that one, 124 uh, to what was it, 111, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. for the Pelicans. And uh, as you said, the Pelicans were shorthanded in that game, which is uh, crucial to remember if you're looking at that score and going, oh, they blew the doors off us again. Uh, it's it's another thing to keep in mind. Yeah, I think that, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you could measure this. And it's kind of um, not, it, it, there's a bunch of, it, it's very close, but to me that might have been the most shorthanded that the Pelicans have been this season. And that's saying something when you consider yeah. how many times recently that they've had multiple starters out. Um, we didn't mention this early at, earlier in the show, but um, once again, uh, Brandon Ingram is out and Herb Jones is out as well. Team has been able to go on a five-game winning streak without BI for that entire stretch and Herb out for the last couple games. Um, so, I mean, you're still not 100%, but you, I think you're in better position than you were the last time you played Phoenix from both a total player availability standpoint and also – from the time that you played Phoenix in October until now um, in December, 
there's been so many other guys that have stepped into bigger roles and yeah. made big leaps, including Trey Murphy and Dyson Daniels, so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big reason I wanted to talk about Dyson and Trey Murphy. I mean, Trey Murphy in a starting role, as Fletcher talked about, he would be a starter on a lot of NBA teams. Uh, and mm-hmm. he has just been uh, feasting in his starting role. It's great to see him become an in-game dunker since I remember on social media, he was kind of getting clowned on for his dunks when it first started because they were kind of layups. Mm-hmm. Now he's dunking, uh, and it's fun to see. And Dyson, again, he's 19 years old, and he looks like a grizzled veteran of the game on defense especially. I mean, he just brings so much. He's just so disruptive when he's on the court. Even if he's not making a play, he's altering how teams play. Yeah, and you know, you just reminded me, I was l- watching, listening to Najee Marshall post game after the last game. He had a lot of funny comments and really, one of the really quick lines that he said that I'm not sure that many people noticed, but I really thought was interesting. He he said about Dyson Daniels, he has a lot of things that rookies lack, that most rookies lack. And he, he didn't get into t- a ton of specifics with that, but I think he was referring a lot to his defense. There's so few guys, rookies, that even the players that play four years in college that are able to jump into the NBA and be stand up on defense, not be a guy that's targeted by the other team. I mean, it takes more than athleticism. That's things. Right. A lot of guys it, have like, athleticism sure. and measurables, but it, that that's understanding, mm-hmm. and then that usually takes experience. And there's and there's certain things, um, anticipation, how to know to where to be in the right spot, all that stuff. Some of it you can't really teach. It's kind of instinctual. Yeah. And so you see hardly any rookies come in and be top defenders. And and that list is even less of the guys that are 19. So we have a 19-year-old rookie who's able to go out there and be a plus on that end of the floor. So that's a huge credit to him. Yeah, Dyson Daniels is arguably the best defender in this rookie class, shooting 41% for three, uh, rebounding in bunches. Uh, He has the NBA's best rookie, or he is the NBA's best rookie, according to several metrics, Mm. uh, box plus minus, real plus minus, and net rating. So it just seems like if they redrafted that draft, I'm willing to bet Dyson Daniels would go higher than he did. I think there's a real lag nationally between the assessments of the rookie class specific to Dyson Daniels only because he didn't play a lot in the first few weeks of the season. I think people are now catching up, including, as you mentioned, ESPN, um, to the fact that he's been on the floor a ton lately. It also helps a ton, um, even though this really probably shouldn't necessarily be the case, that he's been starting the last few games as well because people take note of that as w- when they see the, the box scores and they yeah. see the intros and they're like, this guy's in the starting lineup. And I know that that might that last because, you know, some couple of the guys are going to be coming back hopefully soon from injury. But – People are starting to perk up and realize now that he's been on the floor consistently game in and game out that, man, this was another really good pick at number eight in the draft this year. I mean, not only has he not been embarrassing himself by having to go out there out of necessity and and get some starting minutes, but he's really been stepping up to the plate and proving himself. And it, it feels a lot like how we saw Herb just becoming the steal of the draft last mm-hmm. season. And, mm-hmm. and it just feels the same way. Again, Pelicans playing the Suns tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Pels are 10-5 and five in the Western Conference games. Suns are 13-5 and five in their conference games. And I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, again, I know it's only December. I know we've only played 20-something-plus games. But that is conference record is the second tiebreaker. So if somehow... Pelicans and Suns end up 2-2 in their season series. Right now it's 1-0 Phoenix. That will be the uh, next tie-breaking step. And obviously, though, if you beat the Suns head-to-head multiple times, 
that helps your conference record and hurts theirs. So um, just looking forward to the, these next couple games this weekend, starting with uh, I think the arena is going to be – I think the word you used was lubricated earlier. <laughs> yes. It's yes. going well to be lubricated. It's going to be very pumped for this 7.30 p.m. game on Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, and for once, I, I feel like when you look at the stretch of games, Suns, Suns, Jazz, Jazz, Suns, and then Bucks, uh, I, I think – in years past, I would have been like, oh, gosh, this is going to be brutal. I'm looking forward to it. I really feel yeah. like the Pelicans belong here, and we're going to find out a lot about this team, uh, and, and it's a great stretch of games. So get into the Smoothie King Center if you haven't gotten your tickets already. We are the Pelicans Podcast, presented by SeatGeek. Huge, huge thanks to Fletcher Mackle for joining the podcast, and especially huge thanks for Jim Eichenhofer for just being him. Thanks for listening to the Pelicans podcast. We will talk to you again after the weekend. And until then, go Pelts. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the Mike Cultura Network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs and jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's smart to use a smart car or smart keys, but you should also be smart about your money. A U.S. Bank Smartly Checking account offers a suite of money management tools that keep track of your savings and spending. Get balance and account activity alerts in different spending categories. So spending less on dining out means you can buy those boots that are all over your news feed guilt-free. Now that's smart. Open a U.S. Bank Smartly Checking account in under five minutes at usbank.com slash banksmartly. Deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, member FDIC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.